bad, immoral, and wrong. This is the Modern Eater Show. Piping hot and delicious. The Modern Eater. Food, 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 food. And now your hosts, Greg Hollenbeck and Jay Parker. All right, yes, it is showtime. The Modern Eater Show on the air everywhere. Greg Hollenbeck, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman. We're live from Salvage Restaurant. Here it is. We've been looking to do this for quite some time. This is a good time tonight, boys. This is going to be exciting. There he is, <laughs> Brian. Good to see you. Restaurant Week. Um, it's one of those things to where either you love it or you hate it. Some restaurants love it. Some restaurants hate it. And I think that uh, if you embrace it and do it right, you come out on top. But we had an um, amazing, Jay, giveaway this past week. We had an amazing, an absolutely amazing giveaway. Seven nights in a row. Seven different restaurants. 7 p.m. And we ended at Salvage. And I can't wait to feature and highlight Salvage tonight. Salvage Restaurant. Um probably known to a lot of people if you're Denverites as the old Summit Steakhouse. And as they were acquired under new ownership with Hopi and Stephen Mondale, it uh, has become a, uh, a different place. A, oh, better place. A, a they salvaged place. the good things. I don't think you can really compare the two, but I, and that's a great point that you make there, Brian. Uh, salvage is something near and dear to their heart. And as we do this, let's just jump right to the show. And bring on Hopi Mondale. Hi. Hopi, welcome to the Modern Eater Show. Uh, so glad to be in your backyard right here at Salvage Restaurant in Aurora. I'm so excited that you guys are here. Yes, friends in the house. That's really what we like to have. Uh, good times tonight. And we have friends and family here with us. And we're going to check in with Emily. Emily Fletcher, she won the Restaurant Week giveaway, and this is her last stop. So we're going to check in and see what her week was like. Um, but in the meantime and in between time, Hopi, the yes. past year, you've had uh, salvage for about a year. When is your one-year anniversary? Well, our one-year anniversary from when we got the keys to the place, it was May 1st, May Day. <laughs> so um, we didn't actually trans- transition to salvage until September of, the, uh, of 2017. Okay. Yeah, so we ran it as Summit for a little bit just to kind of get a feel of the community, what they were looking for, what changes we could make. And then it was abundantly clear that the community was looking for just a better place to hang out, something a little bit more closer to their hearts and what they were looking to dine and we just decided it was time to salvage the place. And that's exactly what so it is. So is that what it is? It hoping. does. I, I was, that was a magic question on my, uh, my, my lips there. You know, that's the magic question for a lot of people. <laughs> We've had a mixed bag of reviews on the name for sure. Um, some people associate it with a good thing and some people associate it with a bad thing. For us, it's taking the gem of something and keeping that, throwing everything else away and building something new. Well, Brian Freeman, we're in Colorado reuse, recycle, right, you nailed it with salvage, come on. And you know, there's so many wonderful things here. The staff, for instance, we took them all on. There's a gal who's been here for 36 years. Uh, you know what's it. interesting about that? Yeah, Hopi, most of the time as Delicious Foods comes out to us right now, um, most of the time it's an interesting endeavor. Yeah, we'll, we'll transfer that. <laughs> hey, Brian, <laughs> would you mind serving right now? Just bring that back to Ben. He ordered right, right the delicious filet right there. <laughs> the food is going to tempt everybody, and I want to tempt you too. But as we go back, um, 
to salvage and talking about the name it's one of those things to where uh, you know it, brian i think you touched upon it right away and and i love your sharpness and quickness without any prep with that um but Hopi, when you when you looked and you thought for a long time, how, how do we take this long-standing restaurant like the Summit to where you, you mentioned Summit to a lot of people, they know what that is, and to rebrand it to Salvage, it was near and dear to your heart to be able to say, here's what this means to us and here's why. And we actually talked about, you know, what are some of the things in your life that you've salvaged, that you've taken on as a project to restore it to bring out the beauty of what that means take just a second and talk about how you took this on as your own project with your husband Stephen, and in this past year salvaged and made it your own yeah my husband and i it's kind of a culture that we embrace together we've been married for 22 years and i was you know really young and i feel like throughout the whole history of our relationship we've always bought things, not necessarily because we wanted to, but because we were poor and had to. So we would buy things that were, you know, used, and then we would scrap them and take all the things that were valuable. For instance, you know, my husband fixes cars. You know, if we have something that breaks around the house, we're going to buy something that's older, buy new parts for it and reuse it. It ends up being a little bit more dear to your heart when you put work into it. You know, and I think when we walked in here, we thought this is something that we can pour our hearts into. We have to rip down the walls and we have to replace the light bulbs and it's going to be a lot of work, but it makes it that much more personal. So for us, it's a culture that we really embrace. Uh, Jay Parker here. I just want to jump in. And when she had spoke first, Greg, when you'd ask her uh, the, the initially about salvage, she, she said, you know, we, we kept it, the summit, for uh, a few months, and, and we listened to what our guests wanted and, and what the climate was. And I love hearing, and then she's like, and then we pulled the trigger on how we were going to change things and the direction we were going to go versus that's the difference between, like, a personal owner and big business that just comes in, they just chop it off at the neck and right. go, this is the new place, this is what it is. Here's what the menu looks like, and that's what we're doing. To, to get to know your guests and the neighborhood and what people are looking for before you finalize the direction you're going to go, I just think that that speaks volumes of the, the, the type of person that, that Hopi and her husband are in, in looking at the business that way. Well, truth be told that a lot of times when people acquire a restaurant or just a buyout in general, a new broom sweeps clean. You come in here and clean it all out, shut it down for a couple months, rebrand, do those things. But it was important for you to keep a lot of the history, and along with history comes people as well. I think that was the biggest challenge, to be honest. If we could have come in here and said, okay, I've got $6 million, we're going to come in here and just it's going to be a brand new restaurant, it probably would have been easier on our hearts. Because you have a lot of people who are so emotionally attached to this place that they became very... Um, judgmental about the changes we were making because we were trying to be sensitive. Sometimes it's nice to just come in and just say, yeah. hey, this is new. So as we were taking people's you know, hearts into consideration, they, there was a lot of people that had, took issue with the name. They took issue with certain things that we changed. But now they're so grateful and we reassured them that the changes that we made, they are going to like and it's better for everyone. It's better for us. It's better for them. It's hard to change, and someone has to do it for you sometimes. Well, Hopi, uh, Brian Freeman here. You know, one thing that I say is incredibly respectful to the neighborhood and the community that you, that this restaurant had supported for so long is that you did keep it open under the name The Summit, 
and let people give you feedback before you decided to make the changes that you felt yeah. were necessary. So I, I, I think that speaks volumes. We're, I think we've all said it here at the table tonight is, is that's very, very respectful to your community. I and appreciate so, you saying that. Kudos to you. It's pretty rough to hear those. And, you know, it's been... Um, it's been a long road for us, but at the same time, it's absolutely so important to hear the community. You have to yeah. listen. And, and by doing that, you've opened up your heart and you've opened up um, channels to scrutiny by doing that. And uh, the past year, getting footing is, is, is not an easy thing. And change is hard in a lot of instances, instances, especially when you're dealing with a place that has a lot of history. But Turning the page, opening a new chapter, um, making something your own. What have you learned in the transition? What are the things that, and speak candidly, because I think that's what people really appreciate about you, Hopi, is that you're a very direct person. Um, here you are about six months into the name change, um, really getting the footing of, of your own ownership and putting the nuances and touches. but. What would you say that maybe have been a stumble or maybe been a real win for you or a success? What have you learned through this transition? You know, when you're writing a business plan, you think you know it all and you have everything all planned out and you have all your expectations of things that were going to happen. One of my biggest surprises, to be honest with you, was when we changed the name. It has been really, really difficult in this community to convince people that we are erasing their lives, that we're going to be adding to it. And I never, not once, and I was like, maybe somebody won't like our hamburger. Maybe somebody will think our beer is too warm. But I never, ever imagined that, that somebody, anybody, a huge community of people would take such issue with this name. And I learned how extremely emotional people eat with you know they yeah. they hang out with their families yes. and they they celebrate around food around table around you know each Tradition. other and when you change that they feel that you're erasing that and i was like i'm gonna come in and i'm gonna do something cool and you guys are all gonna love it mm -hmm. and they were just like how could you yeah how could <laughs> and you? that was really heartbreaking because yeah. we put so much into this our name i've told you the story about the name the yeah. logo the culture behind it it's so personal to us Little did I know that I was taking something so personal from other people. Yeah. And that was a shock. It really yeah. was. And I, we, we had a lot of pillow talk, my husband and I. Should we change the name? Okay, we should. No, maybe we shouldn't. And, you know, and finally, we were like, this is our plan. Yep. We have to do it. We have to cut the cord. And it was one of the most challenging things we've ever done. Kudos to you because I said that uh, as difficult it was to... Uh, move on, not a race, but move on from the history of, of what the Summit Steakhouse was and, and really make it your own. It was something that not only needed to be done, but it had to be done. And, and it, you know, you pulled the Band-Aid off, but I, I said to you the other day at, at a private lunch that we had that somebody 25, 30 years down the road when you may move on to a different endeavor will have the same difficulties when it's like salvage. It's been in our life for yes. so long and I think that when you can put it in that worldly perspective it kind of brings things to focus when you're 50,000 feet over it r rather than right in the mix on the daily listening to feedback and everybody's got a an idea and sends a letter you know I mean the, the letter yeah it, <laughs> the and letter. it goes through those things but you know it means so much to people 
when they take the time to send you a letter or when it t- when they take the time to give you a compliment because they're passionate about yeah, it. Yeah, let's face it. Good Col- or bad. Coloradans or crazy. is is a is a big spot for migration within the country. People are flocking to Colorado and uh, for every one person holding on to the past, there's somebody embracing the future. And no. that's where I see you right now. The okay. moment we've really found that we needed to change the name or it wasn't just like if should we, could we, would we, when we realized it was a need, mm-hmm. was when people kept saying, oh, the old summit, we used to do this and it used yeah. to be that and it used to be, used to be, used to be. And there was absolutely nothing we could do yeah. except bring back every single possible yeah. thing they had to make it that summit that they remembered. And I realized we would be spinning our wheels forever to try to make it the old summit. So we're like, we have to just make it well, new. Well, and, and here's the thing. It's, it's so the, 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 the people that it was the summit to, it's going to be the summit to them forever, oh, yeah. regardless. You could have kept it the summit and then, then they would have said, well, it's the summit, but it's, but it's new owners and so they changed the french fries and so they changed. You, right. you know what I mean? So right. it's, I think you just absolutely did the only thing you could, which is make it your own, and your own wasn't a summit. And to answer your question about uh, something that we didn't expect, I did not expect that the escargot would be so popular. We thought, (laughs) we took, took one look at that menu and thought the minute the escargot is gone as soon as we take this over. And people love it so much. We kept it on there. It's there. Well, <laughs> and one of the things that I would say to you and everyone that should be coming down here and eating your food is the food's incredible. And I think that that will speak for itself. And so over time, people are going to forget about what the past was and they're going to embrace the future. It's happening so. right now. As we speak, uh, this moment on the Modern Eater Show, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, and Hopi Mondale here with us. Uh, the owner, along with her husband, Stephen, who is also the executive chef. And this is what I'm looking forward to. It's in the kitchen where he belongs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, uh, more and more as we um, fall in love with the summit, uh, Stephen takes an intricate role on you know, what items do we have on the menu? What do we need to add? Uh, it's a tough job to try and figure that out, especially for a high-volume steakhouse as um, Salvage Restaurant is here. So what I want to do is we'll just take a break. We'll come back. You'll go into the kitchen, grab Stephen. Stephen's one of these guys you fall in love with. He says he's shy, but you sit him down, and, and he's, <laughs> he'll talk about everything yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah. And, and I he's think shy for about an hour and a half. We can open that up to him. <laughs> uh, so here it is, live from Salvage Restaurant here on, uh, what's the address, Hopi? 2700 South Havana Street. 2700 South Havana Street. Um, Good times had by all right here. And we encourage you. Uh, Restaurant Week, we have a big announcement that Hopi's going to make that it's in regards to Restaurant Week. And I think that when I first heard it, I was like, uh, she's crazy. She's lost her mind. (laughs) Uh, But she's going to make this announcement that I think will encourage you if you miss the uh, Restaurant Week boat. And you were like, I want to get around. Uh, mm-hmm. Listen, this mm-hmm. is going to be a good announcement. Mm-hmm. All's well in the world. We have some great people here with us tonight. Uh, Andrew and Ben from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. We also have Charlie Gotten, Kenny, and his lovely wife. They're here as well from Brews Beers. Emily, our Restaurant Week winner, is also here. And uh, Brian Freeman, I got to tell you, um, you and... 
uh, gluten-free things. We have an announcement to make tonight, which I always say networking, uh, it's the end-all, be-all. You'll climb the mountain with your friends, and if you try and do it alone, you'll wish you had a little bit of that guidance. So can't wait to share that announcement with you as well, and we're going to do something uh, very cool in the next hour and check in with uh, Jake and Jake uh, Hodge. Hodgson. Hodgson. It's not that hard. Jake Hodgson. He's going to talk to us about the bar program here at Salvage Restaurant because it's really important. You have a great kitchen. Uh, It needs to be supported by the bar program, and they're doing those things when it comes to their brunch, their happy hour. Uh, They also have wine pairings as well. So sit back and enjoy the ride tonight as we take you on a trip through Salvage Restaurant here in Aurora, uh, formerly known as the Summit. And I'm thinking about, you know, five I don't think we six have to months. say that anymore. I don't think we do either. No. Let's stop it right I now. I think that's a good you idea. You want to do that? I'd love to. We can stop it right now. It's Salvage Restaurant, live on the air everywhere. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, The Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Do you have the goods? Jay Parker here for The Goods Restaurant. If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Get started with the vegan gluten-free tacos, warm corn tortillas, wood oven roasted veggies, pickled onions, shaved radish, tomatillo, fresh cilantro, and a house-made vegan sour cream. Wow. How about the best burger on planet Earth? One half pound of Aspen Ridge beef, lettuce, tomato, pickles, and never any hormones, antibiotics, or steroids. I recommend getting the crispy rosemary fries. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two daily happy hours, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They are family and children friendly and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant who offer a wide menu of gluten-free, vegetarian, and vegan options. And they don't forget about the meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. The 35th Annual Great Chefs of the West, the premier tasting event of Denver, featuring 25 of the best restaurants in the city, including Beast and Bottle, Izakaya Den, Lohai Steak Bar, Mercantile Dining and Provision, The Populist, Range, Rioja, Sushi Den, and many more, all benefiting the National Kidney Foundation. This year's event is Thursday, March 15th at the Exto Event Center in the Rhino Art District. The 35th Annual Great Chefs of the West. Buy your tickets today at kidney.org slash greatchefswest. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is uh, Chef Brother Luck from 4 by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs. Oh, man, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And also competing on season 15 of Top Chef. You are listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Hi, everybody. It's Chef Terry from Bardo in Denver. <laughs> I'm also on season 15 of Top Chef Colorado. <laughs> and you're listening to the Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. 
very cool live from Salvage Restaurant right here in Aurora on Havana Street. It's 2700 South Havana Street. And I encourage you to come out and check out these guys because you will not, not be disappointed. And uh, just a quick update. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman. Uh, Brian, pay attention. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed <laughs> at our boy Ben over there from Intrepid Sojourner ate that steak faster than our first segment. Um, <laughs> well, so obviously I'm not something amazed. was good yeah. going on there. Perfect. Kudos to, to our boy Steve here at the yeah, table. Absolutely. Chef, thank you. Quickly, thank you. before we move on, uh, I have to tell you that um, Carrie Baird and Brother Luck are no longer competing in Top Chef. Uh, Carrie came out fourth, and it went on to three. But I have to tell you, uh, if you haven't watched the episode, I'm just going to give you an update. I'm sure Jay knows because he does show prep all the time. Jay, who moved on? I don't have cable, so I didn't actually. <laughs> he doesn't have Internet access or anything else either. Uh, I love that. Very uh, elderly excuse <laughs> of yours. I, I mean, uh, it's, it's the truth. Brian, do you but... know who moved on? Yes. Who? There was three final contestants that yep. moved Who on. Who are the top two moving on to the finals? So I believe we are looking at, uh, I'm terrible with names, but I want to say it's, he had the same name, Joe. Joe. Is one of them. Yep. And then the other one was, um, help me out. I'm, I'm Adrian. Just, Adrian, yes. Yeah, so I'm just terrible with names. Joe Sorry, and Adrian have moved on on Top Chef, yeah. and they're doing Thank a great you. job. There will, um, food and wine classic is where they're appearing this next week. So as you Top Chef lovers have followed the show for the past weeks on weeks, uh, hearing Carrie Baird, who came in uh, fourth, which fantastic. Here we are, live at Salvage Restaurant. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, Hopi Mondale. You heard from her in the last segment. And uh, Hopi, I want you to do this introduction. All right. I Hi, babe. Hey, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm uh, Chef Steve, Steve Mondale. Great introduction. Uh, Stephen Mondale, I, I got to tell you, you guys, first of all, um, the terrible twosome right here. They've just taken this place on and grabbed it by the you-know-what. Yeah, <laughs> just grabbed it. Uh, Steve, so how does this work out? Now, here it is, you guys. You know, a lot of people talk about, you know, husband and wife work together, live together. It's a hard thing to do. You're planning a restaurant. Uh, how are things? Stephen, are you, are you, okay? yeah. are you still okay? Oh, I'm focusing. <laughs> are you still? I mean, that, that's an interesting proposition. Um, but you've settled in nicely. Executive chef. Did you have to be the executive chef here? Why did you take that role on? Well, yes, I had to be the executive chef. Uh, this is my love, my passion. This has uh, always been a dream of mine. Uh, I think ever since I met my wife and, I don't know, ever since uh, I started culinary school, I've been talking about owning a restaurant and, oh, maybe someday. And, well, now it's that someday. So it all made <laughs> sense, right? Yeah. So dreams are coming true all the way around. Fr yeah. Family, friends, the whole thing. You, you actually have, um, and, and you shared with us your French dip, which you, yes. one of your friends is named after the French dip. The I mean, Juicy Stacy. The Juicy Stacy. Uh, you guys embrace community, and we talked about that in the last segment, just to catch you up, Stephen. But the food itself, here you are. You're taking over a menu. You look at that. Where do you begin with that? Oh, my goodness. That was so hard, especially uh, with such a well-established restaurant. It just blew me away. Uh, it was 
intimidating. It was very intimidating. Sure. And you don't want to. What do we keep? What do we lose? Yeah. What, uh, how are our food margins? How, does this make sense? How am I going to upset the yeah. community? Yeah. Uh, is quinoa too scary? Uh, uh, health foods. Uh, you know, we're we're working slowly yeah. and uh, developing, and that's one of the things that uh, is great about the process that Hopi and I decided from the beginning is that we're going to move slowly. We're yeah. not going to make it's a marathon. Or, yeah, you're not running a race here. Yeah, we're not going to make aggressive changes instantly. What did and, you have to keep? Oh, had to keep the French onion, uh, for sure. The prime rib, also, we have a great technique here, great process, real slow, long cook, uh, beautiful product. Uh, escargot. There's not a lot of people in <laughs> it town that its have... ugly head. Yeah, not a lot of people in town have escargot. Steve, i got to say, it's to me, it's so strange that in Aurora, snails would be one of the top menu items that people out here just had couldn't live without. Well, I commend you, though, for keeping it. I personally like escargot, but not many people like snails. Can we try it you know, tonight? Can <laughs> yeah. we try it? Yeah. I would love to yeah. try your escargot. So a lot of menu prep is, is um, technical. So as much as you want to decide that you want to put things on the menu, because, oh, I've always wanted this on the menu, sure. you have to pull the report. You say, what are the top 10 mm -hmm. selling best items? Is, and the reason we didn't get rid of the escargots, it's in the top 15 yeah. things that is ordered here on a daily basis. And it's, it's not. It's crazy. What do we love at home? No. What do we love on the menu? It, it it's has a business. To, it's a business. Mm -hmm. and, and you do those things. Um, I knew you'd be good, Stephen, on the air. I, I don't know what your time's like, but I'd like to take a break and spend another segment with you guys. You should if stay, that's babe. possible. Can you do that? So you can run back yeah. in the kitchen. Can you can look around, <laughs> make, make sure, sure the tickets okay. are good. But we're coming into dinner rush. Yeah. And, and we're very cognizant of that. But I think that, it, you know, we got you on the air. And this is one of these things to where I want to dive into, like, the fair now. And, and transitioning and spring fair and your brunch and all, there's just so nice. many things and and uh, Mother's Day is coming up that was a, it's a so defining exciting. moment for you guys as well here when you took over the restaurant this is fun I love doing this well, with you guys every time we think we have a break and we have a moment then we oh boy you know Mother's Day uh, Easter uh, oh St. Patty's Day is right around the corner oops <laughs> you know, it's just it, there's always something there's always something and mm -hmm. it's exciting and, and that allows for uh, change in the menu and uh, uh, yeah change the name of the game here at Salvage is continuing to please the familiar faces but to embrace the new faces and making sure that they're happy with what they need so i'd like to address that in the next segment if your game we'll take a quick turnaround do you mind yeah sounds good okay that cool good. live from salvage restaurant right there that's the voices of stephen and hopi mondale they uh, own the restaurant and it's theirs now and we'll move forward i don't even know what the whole place was called <laughs> i don't know what? i have no idea it's salvage restaurant right now and you need to make sure that your friends and family get the word out um, there's a reason why we're here and we love these people and we love what they do and it, it's one of those things to where Jay 
Brian, uh, Jay, we come here quite a bit for, we do. for meetings and we meet with our website. I kind of felt like you guys were stalking us for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you? It was weird. It was weird. <laughs> was yes. it weird? <laughs> yeah. I hope he did. They make you feel uncomfortable. They, they do that. It's a very, it's a very, I mean, you know, when you hear a steakhouse and yeah. you hear that sort of thing, a lot of people go like, oh, I don't have the time to go through with a steakhouse. Yeah. It's a really inviting restaurant, bar, lounge. Then there's, you know, there if you want to fancy it up, you can fancy it up and they've got some banquet rooms and some dining areas for that but if you just want to come in and saddle up to the bar and get a cold beer and watch the game on TV or sit in the lounge and or a nice and, intimate uh, reunion or dinner or yeah. uh, anniversary I mean, their dining room is I mean that, it, I mean that's why we're stocking them yeah. is because it's fun to be it's fun to be <laughs> oh, here well it's a little bigger than that Brian Freeman here Jay Parker you know on the menu there's a section just for you babe it says right there rabbit food rabbit food that's oh. That's got Jay Parker's name all over it. We're going to try escargot. We're going to eat the steaks. We're going to do the lobster. We're having fun. So many of our friends and family are here tonight. A little Christmas baby has joined us from Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions along with his wife, Kristen. Uh, their daughter, Morgan, who's a big sister now, and Charlie, the little sister that was born on Christmas, which I think is such a cool present for the parents, but... For the kid, man, I mean, I don't want my birthday on Christmas. My son's birthday was the day after Christmas. (laughs) He got slighted. No, I don't have have kids, but I would venture a thought that it's a little bit different nowadays than it used to be, like when we grew up, as far as Christmas goes. Now it's like, you know, you can go on the Internet and find out, whatever. Christmas presents, I'll watch Christmas presents. I'll order Christmas presents with mom's credit card number now and get them when I want. I don't know what you just said, but it sounds good. different generation it's a different generation we go of Christmas. through a lot of that with jay okay emily emily fletcher who won our uh restaurant we give away i don't know hopey what should we do so emily's over there and she has Hi, a friend emily. i think it's paul i, I think yes, it's, it's paul. paul is it paul yeah, yeah. i remembered that waiting for seven o'clock you know she's waiting for seven o'clock to happen but i think that's what we'll do we'll uh wait for emily and paul to sit down and have their delicious dinner here at uh salvage restaurant in aurora it's 2700 South Havana Street, um, you, you know, show up, do do the right thing, enjoy yourself at uh, what I would say to be Colorado's premier steakhouse. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman, the Modern Eater Show on the air everywhere. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny, brewmaster at Brews Beers. Belgium is a country the size of Maryland, and it's home to more than 600 beers. Belgians take their beers seriously, and Belgian beers are some of the most interesting beers in the world. If you'd like to sample fresh and authentic Belgian-style beers right here in Denver, the place to go is Brews Beers at 67th and Pecos. Brews does only Belgian-style and Belgian-inspired beers, and we do them like nobody else. Doubles, triples, quadruples, saisons, ambers, vit beers, sours, and specialty ales. There's always a great selection at Brews Beers. Sample a flight, take home a crowler or two, and bring your dog. They're always welcome at Brews. Take a beer tour of Belgium without leaving Denver. Brews Beers, spelled B-R-U-Z, at 1675 West 67th Avenue in Denver. Check us out at brewsbeers.com. It's my distinct pleasure to introduce you to The Bindery, eatery, market, and bakery. Hi, I'm Chef Linda Hampston-Fox, owner of The Bindery. My life's journey has taken me through Switzerland, 
France, Italy, and Mexico, and has allowed me to create a menu at the bindery that I think you'll find truly unique. The bindery combines a market and bakery with an elevated fine dining experience under the same roof. We are proud at the bindery to provide artisanal foods made by hand in small batches. Join us in the morning for an award-winning dragonfly coffee, a convenient market lunch, a crafted libation during happy hour, or an intimate dinner in the eatery. And don't forget about our amazing weekend brunch. Conveniently located in the Highland neighborhood at 1817 Central Street, just exit I-25 on 20th and park in one of our 55 covered free parking spaces. For our menus and all things The Bindery, look us up online at thebinderydenver.com. And remember, food is one of life's great pleasures, and I look forward to you being my next guest. Okay, back to the show in just a moment, but it's that time of the show. Uh, twice this show, we do it every time for you. It's Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions. A-plus Beverage Solutions, you need to get an A-plus on your report card for your draft systems. It's so very important to uh, be that person who takes it seriously for the beer community to have faucets that pour efficient beer. It's so tacky when foam comes out. It's not the right temperature. It's inefficient. You're not pouring good craft beer because if you're pouring inefficient beer, Brian and Jay, what are you doing? You're pouring, pouring your money, money down, down the, drain. the drain. Please don't pour your money down the drain. It's Jeff Rourke and A-plus Beverage Solutions. You're going to hear from Jeff Rourke at 7 p.m., but Jeff's on with us right now to talk about his new installations. Where is some – I know, do the laundry list because it's so hard for us to catch up, Jeff. Uh, we just did Bubba 33s right down the street here, um, Bojo's of Longmont. We're working on SMB uh, – uh, Tony's new place for the working class, uh, the Lounge of Los Chingones, uh, Punchbowl Social Chicago, Punchbowl Social Atlanta. Uh, I, I can't even remember them all. He's the that, most trusted. That's it. Tap huh? 14 uh, downtown yeah, tap 14, on, yeah. on 19th Avenue. 70 lines of Colorado craft beers, and the brewers want you to drink the beer how it's intended to be poured. Delicious and straight from that keg the way that they want it to be poured. I'll say it to you over and over again. Get an A-plus on your report card because I'll tell you what. There are a lot of places that have uh, space provisions. It's very difficult for them to work things out. They want to look at... Uh, line adjustments they want to clean their lines jeff Rourke, he's the guy on the spot the most trust, trusted man in the business 720-272-3809 720-272-3809 uh, jeff Rourke will be with us back at the top of the hour at seven o'clock jeff Rourke in a plus beverage solutions my name is chef keegan gerhardt owner of d-bar and you're listening to the modern eater on iHeartRadio. Okay, back at it live on the Modern Eater Show. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman. We're just sitting here talking shop. Jeff Rourke, he's always a hit whenever he's in the place, and he's here with his beautiful family. Uh, the reason for the season right now is the weather gets warmer, and I think we're getting a little bit teased right now here in Colorado, but the patio was open today uh, here at Salvage, and they have a really great patio that overlooks that American flag, Hopi, right my across favorite. the... <laughs> I know. I put a picture up for you of it. All right. Yeah. It's and one of my favorite things to do when I'm really just stressed out. Just go outside and watch that flag. Yeah. It makes meaning again where you're like, okay, why are we doing everything? Oh, okay, I understand. There it is. Uh, old Glory. Uh, again, at Salvage Restaurant here at 2700 South Havana Street. I think you know where it's at. 
and uh, Stephen Mondale taking time out before the busy dinner rush. Let's just jump right into it. The menu, the menu items. We talked a little bit what had to stick, but adjustments that you're making in your brunch. Just give us that kind of a little elevator laundry list where you just talk about it. Uh, sit down and tell us your thoughts on your menu right now. Well, when we first started, brunch wasn't brunch. Uh, it, I, it didn't make sense. The waffles had white chocolate and raspberries or something. I don't know. Uh, the only omelet was an egg white omelet. We do a lot of scrambles, but if you ask us, uh, we will do an omelet for you. Uh, I love Benedict's and I love uh, fresh hollandaise sauce. Ooh, so uh, we have, what, eight or nine different variations of uh, eggs Benedict. Uh, green chili. I grew up in Minnesota and never had green chili. And... Uh, fascinated with it so we make a nice green chili smother a burrito with that one of our benedicts is smothered with that uh you gotta tell them about the pancakes oh pancakes um (laughs) and my my cousin cousin go ahead cousin kurt uh (laughs) i love him to death but we had a family contest at our house and he was staying with us uh while his family was moving out here and both families had a contest for pancakes and my stupid cousin Kurt beat me and uh, since then I've kept the recipe and I uh, keep making these pancakes and these pancakes are just fantastic. Uh, I, I actually uh, almost have one every day so and I'm not a big sweets guy. The nice thing about them is they're sweet enough where you don't really need the syrup uh, I don't know. It's just fun. Uh, it, it's fun to take my background and utilize it for the good of food. Uh, it's it's just a lot of fun. And I like I like how he refers to him as his stupid cousin Kurt. <laughs> yeah, it can't who just makes be, the best pancakes yeah, in the yeah, world? In the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's well, awesome. He's quite brilliant, actually. But uh, and we named him Kurt's winning pancakes, and he's yeah. very happy about that. And so, are you using uh, pure maple syrup on those? Oh there? yes, of course. Nothing but. I like to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, too many years of corporate and uh, bottom dollar, no spend. Uh, one of the things, even though I don't like to do it, it doesn't help my uh, food cost, but I like to buy the quality ingredients. Why serve syrup if I'm going to serve log cabin? It's not, yeah. you know... It, that's not syrup. I'd rather have uh, 100%. Uh, Feel good in what you're serving, right? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and I think that that's really what you've embraced. And as, uh, upon when you look at, here it is. Here's our menu. It rotates. And obviously, and Brian, you know this with owning Growers Organic, certain things are seasonal. I'm, yes. I mean, they, they should rotate out. But in this country, it's strange, you know. People want asparagus year-round. It's one of the crazy things that I always deal with because... You're, you're, you're bringing something over from another continent. It's not even from this continent. Yeah. Not even from North America. We're bringing something from Chile or Peru. Yeah. And we're eating it. It's a fresh. How, how is it fresh? It yeah. takes 10 days to get here on a boat. And so I love when a good chef says, you know what? Here's where I draw the line. This is what I want. And, and it's interesting. And as we'll move into the spring fair right now and talk about that for a couple of minutes with Stephen Mondale here at Salvage Restaurant. 
I think it, 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 for you, you're, you're looking at things to where you, you can look at your customers and you can look at your integrity as a chef and start to develop items to where it's touch and go. You got to put it out there. You got to see if it sticks. You got to see if your clientele likes that. Where do you begin that process, Steve? Well, you know, it's first I get a creative idea I, I, in between magazines or different television ideas or uh, eating out around town. Uh, I'll get a different idea on a different project. And uh, once I get an idea in my head, if you know me well enough, I move pretty fast on it and I, I focus and uh, get... And implement it. I- implement. Just put it right in there. Yeah, the the fun thing is is that I have a lot of curiosity in a lot of different cuisines, so I don't just play around, um, uh, play it safe all the time. <laughs> let's say uh, I I like to play around with different continents and even just with different American regional. It's funny. Uh, well, it's not funny. It's really curious. I never realized how different food is across the United States. You'd oh, sure. That, regionally. Yeah, regionally. Yeah. You'd think that, you know, oh, this America, I'm going to have the same old breakfast. Right. But, yeah, the it, breakfast it is different. We just put know. poutine on the menu. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, what is poutine? What, what is, is poutine? You've never heard of it? No. All right, take it away, Steve. Oh, it's a Canadian favorite. It's uh, French fries, gravy, and cheese curds. I was going to say the gravy. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. And, and, and listen, it's so, a terrible, but it's delicious. <laughs> so as we move into spring, what are you brewing up inside of that mind of yours, oh, Stephen? Oh boy, you know, a good friend from a catering company down the street gave me a bunch of metal skewers, and uh, thinking kebabs, ah, some it's nice, kebab time. yeah, kebab season. We're um, looking into a lot of different salads and uh, I've been waiting for artichoke season that's coming up I'll tell yeah. you what and I'd like you to really meet this guy with Growers Organic he, we, we, it's hyper local he can always just inform you is, is here's something that maybe somebody else might not be able to get and I have this amount and you can put it on your menu as um, you know a lot of times uh, it's not a special but what so what's it called guys when you have something good yeah. well it's, it's seasonal and yeah. I think that's what so many people miss because right now we started with green garlic English peas right you know these are this is the season wow. we've the got watermelon this, radish the, the watermelon radish the citrus is you know we're right in full bloom of citrus season so you've got you know blood oranges mango oranges I you know we've got like four or five different kinds of oranges other than Valencia's and Navel's. So to access those things quickly as a chef like that, there's a lot of importance to that. Well, and as we grow as a business, we've got a broadliner purveyor that uh, provides all of the product. As we grow, we're going to start developing relationships with Colorado companies and there are some products that we just can't get through the broadliners sure. that, or the price 
pacing. Uh, Their quality you know, in general as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, and to set yourself aside to be able to say that I'm this chef that has importance on seasonal things, and you'll be able to get that here at Salvage. I think that that rings true with the whole community as we begin to understand the foods that we're eating, what we're putting in our body, and the nuances of, of a, a place that can give you those things, uh, those specialty items, which is good. Steven, you killed it, man. You know, you came out and you good killed job, it. Steven. You had a lot of fun um, here live at Salvage Restaurant. Hope we're going to rejoin you here in the next hour as well as we continue on highlighting Salvage Restaurant tonight. Um, it's a good time out here, and I know you guys are about to get yeah, slammed. Yeah, I heard some plates dropping. I think that's my cue. <laughs> it's your cue. <laughs> okay, Hopi and Steven are going to step aside, do their business. Uh, come out. They're the most approachable people you could ever want to come across. If you see Steven and Hopi here, you can say hello. They'll talk to you about the menu. They'll talk to you about the service. They'll talk to you about anything you want to talk about. Right, Steven? Oh, yeah. We're most likely here, too. Yeah. Uh, there he is, Steven Mondale. Uh, keeping it down in the kitchen. Okay, Stephen, uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman. We have a special announcement with uh, Growers Organic and uh, our friend John Irvin from Gluten-Free Things. That'll be next. Stick around. The Modern Eater Show live from Salvage Restaurant right here on iHeartRadio. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Hey, it's Greg Hollenbach for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 
11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's gluten-free things. Hey, it's Jay Parker. You guys hear us talk about John Irvin and gluten-free things all the time. Listen to what our good friend Chef Keegan Gerhardt from D-Bar Denver and the Food Network had to say. I want to give a shout-out to John, by the way. I know he's sponsoring the uh, In the Kitchen part. He was super gracious to us at D-Bar this past week. He brought by a bunch of his gluten-free goodies and some hoagie rolls and flour mixes and all kinds of great stuff. So, yeah, if, that's, if you have that need, that guy's on top of it. John is uh, super great. I met him thanks to you guys and the viewing party at Carrie's at Bordeaux. Yeah, he gave us the hookups. I just want to say a big thanks, Dan. Whose cuisine reigns supreme? Hey everybody, Brian Freeman here from The Modern Eater. We are live at The Salvage tonight. Jay Parker, Greg Hollenbeck, Brian Freeman, and we have John Irving from Gluten Free Things. Super, super exciting night tonight. Uh, we have a big announcement. Growers Organic is going to be carrying John Irving's Gluten-Free Things, all of his whole product line. It's super exciting because we're going to be doing pre-orders to make sure everyone gets the freshest weekly baked gluten-free bread and English muffins, waffle mix, pancake mix, Brian, bagels without so a hole. Excited. You know, Here's this is so deal. fun tonight. So, uh, John, first of all, thanks. Come back. Welcome. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, here it is. Um, networking, we always say that uh, high tides raise all ships. And right now, the ship is high, and we're doing some good things. But uh, opening up the channels for Brian's large uh, area of distribution here in Colorado, we call it hyper-local, and that's what we're doing right now. So anybody who is vegan, gluten-free, and uh, wants to eat organic, they can all get it through Growers Organic. First thoughts about this deal that's been put together well you know i appreciate you uh introducing me to brian first of all and uh couldn't have done it without you guys but the, the thing is is that brian's place is gluten-free and vegan all you know his vegetables and stuff like that and i started thinking about it and brian does a very good job at what he does he knows a lot of people he gets out there and talks to them i like mainly concentrating on developing new products gluten-free and, of course, vegan. So I think that with respect to what he does good and what we do good, the teaming up is, is just really awesome. You might even so, call it organic. Could call it organic. But or it's, vegan. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> or gluten-free. But I think it, it really does set a, a good standard for what I'm looking for to take and grow gluten-free things. Also, too, I can cross can, uh, can do a lot of cross-promoting of growers organic. With gluten-free things. With gluten-free things. So we want to talk more win, about win. We don't want to just go past this because I think it's an important thing, and we're going to touch upon it more in the next hour. But we have a lot of things that we want to cover here at Salvage Restaurant. Emily Fletcher, who won the Restaurant Week giveaway, she's going to join us in the next hour, along with Jeff Rourke, Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman. That's the voice of John Irvin. We'll see you for the second hour next. I want you to stop talking and start drinking. You're listening to the Modern Eater Show. Let's drink! I need you guys to be amazing tonight, so start drinking now. We take directions well here at the Modern Eater Show. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman 
on the air everywhere. Live from Salvage Restaurant, 2700 South of Anna Street here in Aurora. And uh, it was one, uh, it was a steakhouse before, but I, we're moving on. We're just calling it Salvage, and uh, that's what needs to be done. This hour is action-packed and uh, with Jay and Brian back at it. I mean, so far here at Salvage, just great hospitality. Yeah, and I wouldn't discount the steakhouse at all, would you, Jay? I mean, I know it's it might not be the 20% tonight, but steak on this menu looks incredible. No, yeah, and I've actually dined here when I was doing uh, the, the 20% of my diet, which we don't want to waste time on, but uh, I haven't had any steak tonight, but I have dined here and had steak, and, it, and it's, it's just delicious. They do it the right way. You know, and Chef Steven that was on earlier, you can tell from him and Hopi, they're both uh, business and restaurant owners that take pride in, in every little thing that they do. And that stands out uh, these days when you go into a place like Salvage Restaurant. Well, and the true test is our, our friend Ben, right behind us from mm-hmm. Intrepid Sojourner, ate that steak faster than I've, I've seen most people eat It could be you're hungry. You know? Uh, it could be a lot of things, but it's probably a testament to how delicious the food here is at Salvage Restaurant. Uh, last segment, we we briefly touched upon it, but um, uh, Brian Freeman, John Irvin remains with us here from Gluten-Free Things. And networking is so big to the Modern Eater Show. I can't tell you uh, how proud we are to see this uh, union, this, this um, joining of forces to use Growers Organic as a outlet for distribution for gluten-free things and uh, also opening channels up for Growers Organic through the customers of gluten-free things and vice versa. Uh, We see it time and time again, the networking on this show. And to go above and beyond that, I have to welcome to the show right now, and he means so much to me and the show. His name is Jeff Rourke, and Jeff Rourke from A-Plus Beverage Solutions. Uh, Jeff Rourke is the longest standing um, uh, customer, advertiser, friend, family uh, of the Modern Eater Show. He supported us so much through a lot of things. And here we are today, uh, strong, happy, networking, reaching a lot of people. And Jeff Rourke, welcome back to the show. Thanks a lot, Greg. It's good to be back. I got to tell you, so let me just do this setup because... As somebody who's been a sponsor of the Modern Eater show for so long, when we talk about you twice, uh, once an hour, every single week, we, we talk about the praises of you as one of the strongest businesses installing faucets and, and maintenance and being there for people because we talk about how important it is to pour delicious beer and, and beyond. It's wine now. It's water lines now. It's adding a nitro line. But your involvement with the show isn't necessarily reaching out to the end consumer. But I think there's a lot of value in our community to talk about, you know, when you, you, you've heard that kid tested, mother approved. Um, but beer tested and brewery approved is the message that we give out each and every single week that if you're going to go out and you're going to go to a restaurant or a bar that Jeff Wark has put his stamp on, whether it's a Brucey's that we were just at and they sing your praises, Tap 14, that if you're pouring from a Jeff Wark line, you know you're going to get that beer the way the brewer intended it to taste. That speaks volumes, Jeff, and thank you. Uh, 
It, it does, and it, it, you keep saying it, it's it's my name linked to it, and uh, and you can't carry your head you know carry your head high if, if you're doing a uh, uh, shoddy work in the market. You'll get drummed out pretty fast, and you know like I said, this is our first advertising we've ever done as a company, and uh, most of our business was repeat and furl as you found out as you got into the in meeting with a lot of these yes. people that are on the show. Uh, we have a good saturation. So, and and you supporting a show like this because there are a lot of brewers that come on the show. There are a lot of restaurants. There are a lot of bars mm -hmm. um, that, if they're if they're not using Jeff Rourke and A Plus Beverage Solutions, maybe they need to take a look at you because <laughs> what are some of those things? And, and Jay Brian, as we talk every single week, and and John, you're a huge advocate. You love beer. You love the craft beer. Uh, you love tasting it the way that the brewer intended it to, to taste. But Jay and Brian, as we sit here and we have Jeff Rourke, you know, it's lightning in a bottle for him to come out and take his family because he has a newborn, a family man. But when we go around to restaurants and bars on a consistent basis, this guy's name is Gold, and we're so proud to be able to talk about Jeff Rourke and the affiliations that he has with restaurants, Jay? Yeah, well, I want to jump in as somebody who has been in the bar business for over 20 years and still in the bar business, and I've worked at a ton of places, and I may or may not work at one right now. You do. Where when I pull down on that tap handle, and I don't care what beer it is, if it's a good beer uh, in somebody's standards of a good beer, a craft, or if it's from one of the macros or anything like that, there's a foam problem. And... Uh, Obviously, I'm in a unique situation where I know Jeff and I know his product and I know, but it's like when it's I pull it's frustrating though, right? It, well, it's frustrating because it doesn't need to happen. It, well, it's frustrating. It's frustrating as a bartender because it slows you down. It doesn't need to happen, of course. And then, you know, two, I think it's like I can hear the money that's that's happening. And then three, I think, why isn't Jeff in here and fixing this? Or why didn't he do this right the first time so I don't have to deal with this as a bartender? And unfortunately, there's a lot of places out there that, you know, that goes unrecognized. You know, it's it, people don't think about it. Yeah. I'm in a position to where I see it four days a week. Jay, well, Jay, and there's two people losing money on that deal, okay? Because it's not only the house, but it's all the people working in the front of the house because the reality is is... When you've got a five deep on the bar and you're pouring foam, what are people behind you saying? Oh, yeah. Well, you're, I mean, it's time. Time is money. Yeah. And the more, more covers you can get, the more drinks you can turn over, the more, more money everybody makes. And when, you know, when foam slows you down, that should be on a T-shirt, Jeff. You can have that one. <laughs> but when foam slows you down, it, you know, it's no joke, man. It's dollars and cents at that point. Jeff, what do you do with that? What do you do with when you know you can help businesses but reaching them and telling them exactly what your services could do for them to get an A-plus report card from you? Uh, you know, some people get it right off the bat. You know, that's the way their mind works. It's the way that, you know, uh, they understand the concept of, you know, the more ounces in the cup, more dollars in the pocket. Then there's other people that you kind of kind of educate them a little bit. And then there's that the 10 percenters on the other end that just don't care. Oh, yeah. You know, they don't, they don't <laughs> it's, care. It's bizarre. And, uh, and, uh, and sometimes you can break through to them. Uh, and sometimes you can't, you know. And so, uh, and, I, and, and that other 90% that's out there, uh, keeps me quite busy. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's ask, Jeff, what's the ideal customer? I mean, obviously anybody who's pouring beer, but the reality is, is I don't. I think you, you want people that care about what they're pouring, right? Or we're, we're, tell me. Uh, my, my ideal customer is somebody that has a vision for their for their for their uh, for their business. They have uh, 
a good architect. They have a good engineer. They have uh, they have a motif in place. They have something that I can go through and, and use a little bit of creativity to match what they're going with. Uh, I get a little bit of influence to help their decisions, um, not to take away their creative, you know, their creative uh, uh, push behind it. But uh, you know, somebody that's excited about it that understands what it is that we're doing, how much. Uh, profit they actually do generate because there, there's either a bar or there's a restaurant there's very rare a combination of both you're either selling more food or you're selling uh more alcohol you know yeah but the end customer they're beginning to really take notice and recognize at this point which i can't i can't believe that that hurts you at all because at this point in time there's a standard but what's that standard for you when you're going in, you're doing it, it. What is the guarantee that you can give to the end customer if they're drinking from a Jeff Rourke A Plus Beverage Solution line? You'll have a solid quality product that we stand behind um, and that we have the, the team to support it and we have the knowledge and know-how to back it up. Um, you know, we, we deal on difficult job sites every day and uh, once you pour that perfect glass of beer for your customer and they drink it and they and they run their tallies after a week and they realize how much they actually generated off our off our you know what we did for them um it makes them very happy you know hence why we get the repeat and referral side of, of what we do yeah, so none better uh, yeah one more thing and uh, on along those lines of uh, i said about hopi and being a small business owner if yeah. you will, the difference between jeff rourke and a plus beverage solutions versus some of the other big guys and the things like that that i've worked with personally mm-hmm. is the guy that comes out for the maintenance call or the guy that comes out and he's doing the install that guy wants to be anywhere else but there because he doesn't like his job he doesn't like what he does and and he and he puts in that that energy into what he's doing jeff is a hundred and a hundred degrees the other direction and i think that's his your name right jeff because you're putting your stamp on these things and let's just get a little more specific let's talk about uh tap 14 in uptown 70 lines that you installed yeah that was a great project uh you know we loved doing that one uh 70 faucets and you know it's it's always it's always fun doing that because you get such a variety of of local breweries in there uh they, they open up so many opportunities for so many uh you know breweries it, or you know distributors suppliers those are those are those are great customers to open into the market uh just for the opportunity that's there i almost think the standard is at this point jeff because um we talk to so many breweries we do micro brew fest your your involvement is so deep in the show that almost the standard is is that if a, a brewery, a hot brewer, and we have a couple of them here tonight in Trumpet Sojourner Beer Project and Brews Beers, which you did the installation yep, yep. at Brews Beers, that almost the standard is you guys out there within the shot of our voice walk into a place and say, did Jeff Rourke install your lines? Because if he did, you know you're drinking delicious beer that's going to come out the way that the brewer intended it to be. And you're setting the standard, Jeff. And I think that's important to use you as a barometer. Uh, that's quite a praise. I don't know if I would say I'm the standard, but uh, I, I like well, to, I like to have my own standards. And uh, and if you're not giving your best, then then you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. If I'm a brewery though, and I'm a brewer, and I hear that you installed the lines, I want to have my beer there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Jeff, Jeff Brian Freeman here. Let me ask you some details because I got to believe that every beer 
meaning in the sense of something that needs nitrogen versus something that needs like a sour. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's so many new beers and, and ways that people want them poured. Yeah. Uh, I got to believe, I'm, I'm curious to ask what's, what's different if there's anything different on one level. And then you've got to be so busy, you're probably booked out for months. Is that the reality or where, where are we with both of those things? Um, we, are, we are busy, but we're known for hitting tight deadlines. You'll make it work. You know, nice, uh, nice. That's important. I, you know, I, I need two weeks and I can get something done. That's amazing. You know, yeah. uh, that's, in, unless it's something completely custom and then I need eight weeks yeah. you know, to have something made. What's it take um, for an existing business to reach out to you and get the A-plus report card from you? What, just a phone call. Just a phone call. We'll, we'll go on there. We'll, we'll, we'll look at the system. If they're, we'll ask them the questions. If they're having issues, if they're having loss, um, times, you know, just, you know, if, is it under heavy demand? Is it, you know, every, every second, every day? Uh, those are all important questions to ask to find out what it, what it truly is. Because sometimes it might not be the beer system; it might be the the cooler or the walk-in, you know, something like that. That's causing, call. you know, that's yeah. causing the system to to fail. And you give those report cards out. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it into a, an email and a description of, of what it is that we have found. Um, then we can if, if we can put an estimate in there what, what we think would it take to resolve the issue. And some are just as simple as adjusting gas pressures. Uh, others, you know, um, you know, replacing glycol chillers, and, and then they, you know, right now we're working on a project up in Dillon, uh, where they haven't had the uh, beer line. The beer line's been there for over 20 years, so they have taint and, and bacteria taste in them. So uh, we're going to replace the trunk lines up there and, and, and get their product back up to snuff. So none better. Not only will he save you money, he'll make you money, and there's just no reason. He goes all over the country, but he's a local guy here in Denver, Colorado. He's a family man. He's what we call hyper-local, and um, this is the guy. You want someone to answer the phone? That's his cell phone number. It's uh, 720-272-3809, 720-272-3809. Jeff Rourke, uh, as always, we thank you so much. Hey, my pleasure, Greg. The, the longest-running sponsor of the Modern Eater Show right here. That You're either crazy or you're on to something. Uh, I don't uh, know what it a is. A little both, maybe. A little, <laughs> a little, a little bit of column A. Your family's here with you tonight. You're enjoying yeah. dinner over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What so far? Is there a highlight? Are you eating a steak? What are you uh, Yeah, well, I got the 8-ounce the filet with a twice-baked potato and the, the, the salvage salad. And, you don't uh, look mad. No, I'm not mad. Right? <laughs> you don't look mad right. at all. If somebody puts a quality plate in front of me, why would I be mad? Or quality beer poured through Jeff Rourke from A-plus beverage solutions line. John Irvin, this guy, I mean, really, huh? (laughs) Well, I'd I'd say with respect to kind of what he says with respect to doing quality, you know, kind of a quality project, quality equipment, quality everything, is that you, it's a little harder to convince people to eat that quality gluten-free or even get that quality system installed but the thing is that you know that when you put that system in, it's going to work. You know that when you use quality products and you're gluten-free, it's going to work. And that's the reason why we make a 
fantastic product. Yeah, absolutely. Jeff, thank you so much. Back to dinner with your family. Definitely. It's on Yes, us, thank you, Jeff. Yes, thank Jeff, you. Thanks for coming on tonight. Jeff Rourke, A-plus Beverage Solutions. All right, Emily, she's uh, sat down. Emily's the winner of our um, Restaurant Week giveaway. She sat down with Paul. She's about to have dinner. It looks like 745 is when she'll make it with us. Uh, we're a little behind, and I think it's worth of note because John Irvin and Brian Freeman are here with us now. You guys have teamed up. And gluten-free things is now available through the distribution channels of Growers Organic, which let me give you a little perspective of this. Um, You're out everywhere in Colorado. Hyper-local, I always say, I gauge a restaurant. If they carry Growers Organic, they care about their food. They care about the quality of their products. And... With gluten-free things and as an additive to your business to be able to take your trucks, drop off gluten-free things, uh, hopefully there will be a, a relationship with Children's Hospital. Hopefully there will be a relationship with many more places, but to make it readily available, here's the deal, you guys. You're on the lightning in a bottle. Yeah, oh, well, it's so huge because, remember, Growers goes from all the way down south to the New Mexico border, all the way out west to the Utah border all the way up north to Wyoming border. And the reality is, is today, I was just able to pick up some stuff from John and dropped it off already at places, you know, awesome restaurants like Ophelia's, like L5. I mean, so there's great. the kitchen got it today. Arcana got it today. Wait until um, you River see and Woods, one of Daniel Asher's. I mean, already it is like lightning in a bottle. I love today, it. Today, he gave it to me, and I, I personally thrilled. delivered it to these guys because I feel that what John is doing, no one else is doing. Listen, everyone, you, you, you hear gluten-free, and you're like, oh, 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 frozen cardboard. Really, is that what yeah, I want? It's not And that I said, way. do the test, man. I gave everybody two loaves. Yeah. I said, eat one fresh, put one in the freezer, and see what it tastes like when you take it out. And you know what? I can totally stand behind that because I've been to John's bakery. I've seen what he's doing. This man cares about it at such a level. And and the reality is, is he's part of this awesome network that the Modern Eater has created. Because, you know, the reality is, is the Modern Eater is just not a radio talk show. It is a huge group of people who care about food. Cheers. Let's get you another beer, John. Congratulations. It's good times. It's everything that we want the Modern Eater to be. We want this to be available to everybody, and now it is through uh, Growers Organic and Brian. It's a good hey, Greg, uh, not to get emotional because I would almost get emotional by talking about it, but it's a great day on the, on the Modern uh, Eater show. And, here, and I want to say this because we don't say it all that often, and I know we're running long here, but uh, I want to say thank you and, and good job to Greg Hollenbach because without Greg Hollenbach, we're not sitting around this table, and, and you're not playing with Grows Organic, and you're not playing with gluten-free things, and I'm not doing radio. I'm just bartending. So from one man to another, a friend and, and a, and a co worker uh, this guy is is moving mountains and he's real modest in it but that's my lips to god's ears he's moving mountains one day at a time and he never gives up it's not about me all right uh, we'll take a break we'll come back salvage restaurants the name of the game it's 2700 south havana street and uh none better greg hollenbach jay parker uh brian freeman listen man <laughs> it's the truth listen man uh john Irvin. 
congratulations. Yes. Well, thank and you very thank much. You. Yeah. Well, I congratulate Brian, too. I mean, you got to understand. It takes a team. <laughs> it does. Congratulations to everyone. We're all congratulating. Right. Yeah. All right. We'll come back. Uh, what do we have up next as far as business yeah. goes? we got Charlie Gott and Kenny on deck along with Andrew Moore. We're going to spend a segment with them, and then we're going to do uh, – and we're not going to do – we're going to touch base with Emily. That didn't sound right. Yeah, she's, she just got sat. I'm very curious to go check in I with am her. Too. You know, remember, we've got our great friend Charlie behind us with yep, Bruce. We're going to do that. That's and, just, this is just a, a star studded <laughs> show tonight, live. Speaking at, of stars. Yes, here she is. Uh, There's Hopi a star, star on this Mondale. Menu. I can't wait. So, uh, uh, Hopi, we're going to break right now. Put that headset on real quick, though. As we break, we're going to come back in Restaurant Week. We're going to talk about it's the name of the game right now but we're having so much fun at your restaurant at salvage thank you yeah we just served the escargot to um table 10 and she's trying that and she said as soon as she's done with that she'll come and join us it's fantastic okay great show tonight it is the modern eater show live right here iHeartRadio. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. It's my distinct pleasure to introduce you to The Bindery, eatery, market, and bakery. Hi, I'm Chef Linda Hampston Fox, owner of The Bindery. My life's journey has taken me through Switzerland, France, Italy, and Mexico, and has allowed me to create a menu at The Bindery that I think you'll find truly unique. The Bindery combines a market and bakery with an elevated fine dining experience under the same roof. We are proud at The Bindery to provide artisanal foods made by hand in small batches. Join us in the morning for an award-winning dragonfly coffee, a convenient market lunch, a crafted libation during happy hour, or an intimate dinner in the eatery. And don't forget about our amazing weekend brunch. Conveniently located in the Highland neighborhood at 1817 Central Street. Just exit I-25 on 20th and park in one of our 55 covered free parking spaces. For our menus and all things The Bindery, look us up online at thebinderydenver.com. And remember, food is one of life's great pleasures. And I look forward to you being my next guest. The 35th Annual Great Chefs of the West, the premier tasting event of Denver, featuring 25 of the best restaurants in the city, including Beast and Bottle, Izakaya Den, Lohai Steak Bar, Mercantile Dining and Provision, The Populist, Range, Rioja, Sushi Den, and many more, all benefiting the National Kidney Foundation. This year's event is Thursday, March 15th at the Exto Event Center in the Rhino Art District. The 35th Annual Great Chefs of the West. Buy your tickets today at kidney.org slash greatchefswest. Hi, I'm Charlie Gottenkenny. We all love Belgian beer. Brewmaster at Brews Beers. What the f***'s wrong with you? <laughs> You're listening to the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Okay, back at it, the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. We're just uh, adjusting our guests, right? Everybody's having fun. Uh, Hopi Mondale's here still with us right now. And uh, Andrew from Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project's going to join us as well. And then we're going to get back to Restaurant Week, which is uh, so much fun. And uh, just buying time right now as Jay sits our guests down for this segment. Sit down right here with me, Andrew. Oh, this is exciting. Now comes the, this is a booze, booze part of the show, and we've got two well, awesome guys here. Charlie, 30 years of experience. Andrew, not, not only like an architect, or, and I'm sorry. Archaeologist. Arche- archaeologist, that much better. He's digging for clues, and he found the right clues in beer. 
hope you know? he listened in on this because this is kind of a cool little segment that we're going to do right here. But here they are, Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project with Andrew Moore, a, a one-time archaeologist now turned brewer. He took indigenous spices from regions of the world that he worked, and he came up with recipes that are near and dear to his heart to brew beers, and they actually took some product from Growers Organic, made a squash beer. We were there for that, but he's always open to ideas, and so is Charlie Gotten Kinney. Wait until, Charlie, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. There he is, and you just heard Charlie Gotten Kinney. Who in the doesn't like Belgian-style beers? I think a lot of people love Belgian-style beers and seek them out. A lot of people don't know much about them, and they come in and try them, and they're like, they're, they're hooked. Yeah, so that's what happened with me. So now there's a new kindled relationship. Here's Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. They bring their crowlers with us because I think people deserve to taste their What's beer. What's a crowler? Yeah, what, what is a crowler, Andrew? <laughs> yeah, so, Sorry, so, I didn't yeah. no, sound naive. Right. So a crowler is a 32-ounce can. Um, it's a machine that Oscar Blues developed that sort of seals them one at a time so that we seal them to order when you come into the tap room. And so um, it's about half the size of a 64-ounce growler, so people tend to like that, and they last a little bit longer if you fill them properly than the growlers. So, so can, growler, okay. growler. You know. Yeah. Used to be a crowler. You'd go in with a jug, but it was kind of a pain in the butt to where they had to clean it out, make sure it was okay. their standards, and then it'd get flat quick. You had to drink it right away, but here's a crowler, and... Now it's one of these things they can bring them around to you, Hopi, and you can taste new, It's delicious. like a little baby keg. It is a yeah. little. Yeah. Well, and, and breweries can't necessarily sell the standard six-packs and things okay. that you would be no, used to. Right, guys? Talk, talk I didn't about know that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you can sell them off-license and stuff, but, um, you know, we these are nice because they're fresh draft beer. You take it right out of the tap into yeah. the crawler, seal it up, and... It'll keep a minimum of four to six weeks, and we've had some that were six, eight months old. We're still good. So, Absolutely. Yeah. You guys, okay, uh, the reason for the season. Here we go. We're getting into the warmer months. Um, last year, I thought it was a hit, uh, Brews Beers in Midtown. You do a Belgium beer festival. Mm-hmm. And this Be- Belgium beer festival last year, it was full of snow. <laughs> but not a lack of in- attendees. Yeah, everybody uh, liked it. They came out for this. And uh, this year, weather bearing or not, because we proved that we can do that with uh, inclement weather. Uh, but right now, very limited selection. And you allowed, uh, granted access, I don't know, to Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project to be a part of this Belgium Beer Festival. Talk about that. Well, we really wanted to see them there. You know, we had met them. We'd been at some festivals and had a chance to taste their beers and talk to them. And uh, so they were one of the invitees, and uh, we're glad they accepted. Uh, Andrew, to participate in this Belgian beer festival. Yeah, we're really excited. Um, Bruce Beers makes phenomenal Belgian beers, and so we're happy to be participating in an event with them. I'm well, trying. I'm Greg, Greg, can I chime in here real sure, quick? Please. And I'm sorry to, sorry to interrupt, no. but... You know, I want to ask Andrew because, you know, he's not the boisterous guy that his boy Ben over there is. You haven't gone out with Andrew, then. <laughs> <laughs> He'll surprise you. But, at Andrew, any you've got a, a big thing coming up. Put as your well. pants back on, Andrew. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I saw three cast over at your place resting, doing something, getting ready for something big. Um, yeah, so we've got some barrels in our brew house right now that are conditioning for Collaboration Fest. 
which is March 31st, put on by the Craft Brewers Guild. Uh, we did a collaboration with 105 West Brewing Company out of Castle Rock, Colorado. Uh, so it's an imperial saison um, that we soured with lacto, and then we fermented it in Chardonnay barrels with Britannomyces and two different Belgian yeast strains. And, the, and so. what he said, folks, that's scientific. What he really, really said, just for the a guys beer lover. sitting at the beer at the bar, is is they've got some killer beer yeah. that they're about to share with everybody. And this is what we really hope to do in Hopi. We're uh, hyper local is really what we are, and with you and and Stephen and your uh, you know your emphasis on catering to customers, we want to turn you on to some of these breweries that people are looking for uh, uh, cooking with beer. Um, just having uh, things within your restaurant that emphasize, and Jeff Rourke from A-Plus Beverage Solutions, and we look at tap lines, you guys are doing things so well right now, but I don't think it would be a problem if you had a one-off. Well, you know, we uh, talked a little bit about having a beer tasting along with kind of a food pairing because, you know, wine pairing dinner, those are all the rage and everyone's doing them. But what we thought would be a great idea would be to have a, a beer pairing dinner. We would kill it for yes. you. Yes, and Let's it would be phenomenal. Obviously, we would love to introduce um, a beer to the community that is local. And then we're also looking for somebody to potentially make us a craft beer just for us so we could have our own salvage tab. So we should talk about that later. Yeah, you know what he's saying? Game on. Yeah. Yeah. Tell you what, ideas, what ideas. We're actually doing that for one of our clients right now. So. Oh, yeah? yeah? Okay. To be able to brew in small batches is something that some breweries have the capabilities to. And, Charlie, I don't know what your capabilities are, but Andrew just... All, uh, our, all our beers are small batches. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, more so, you bought a system, Andrew, to where you can... Uh, 26 gallons? How many gallons? Yeah, so we just invested in a one-barrel system as a kind of pilot system so that we can get... Um, so we can really focus on one of the things that we want to do when we open, which is experiment with a lot of different culinary flavors. So we've had beers that were really... Uh, Well-received when we opened, like, we did a garlic uh, amber, uh, and we just we can't make seven barrels of it at a time. So with a one-barrel system, we can do garlic amber, and we can get that sort of level of experimentation. So we, we'll, we split it up. We do uh, roasted garlic, fermented garlic, Russian garlic, garlic and lemongrass, and then wow. we can kind of play with all those flavors. Hopi, sometimes you say, I have good ideas. Sometimes, sometimes you have sometimes some good I, ideas. I, I'm, I'm actually beaming because I'm proud of myself because I think it's a great idea just coming right out the spout. But salvage is renewing something that you find completely unique and restoring it to the best and grandest beauty that it possibly could be. I'm a big advocate of no waste, and I'm a big advocate of taking things that would go to waste and making it something that that diamond in the rough... Brian here, Growers Organic, has product all the time that would go to waste because it's produce that's a one-off. And I think that we could salvage some produce and make a one-off beer with Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project that would ring true to what salvage is and have that beer available for you here with a story behind it. Is okay, that a we got to talk about this. I like it a I lot. Salvage beer to where we it's salvage produce and we bring it together with something that would be a great seasonal beer for you. That's a great idea. Come. I love it. Is it a good idea? I do. Okay. What do you think? Charlie, you want to have a hand in yeah, that? Yeah, I'm, I'm in. A collaboration salvage beer. It'd be awesome. It'd be fun. We're in. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Making right things happen here on the Modern <laughs> Eater Show.
Oh boy, this and that's is, what it's all about. Real. It's it's yeah. it's great people because uh, myself and Jay Parker and Brian alone, you know, we're just these three guys fumbling around the world. But we put these great people in front of us, and we come up with these ideas. And th these are the unique things that make us hyper local, that attach us to our community. And we're going to make that salvage beer. And we're we going to release it here, and we're going to come back here and do another show for that. That sounds fantastic. Thank I mean. you, Charlie. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, Hopi. We're going to come back, and I think that we're going to spend some time probably with you, Hopi, and then we're going to have our restaurant week uh, giveaway. Yeah, she's ready. Gal, Emily, uh, who's enjoying dinner right now. Brew, okay, well, Brews beers. Yes. Intrepid Sojourn. Again, again, again. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I mean, this hey, is. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Always fun. I can't wait to taste that beer. It's going to be a good time. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come right back. Salvage Restaurants is the name of the game. We're broadcasting live at 2700 South of Amish Street right here in Aurora. And uh, we make no mention, but moving forward, salvage is all you need to know. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, and Brian Freeman will be back in a flash. The Modern Eater Show right here, iHeartRadio. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Hey, it's Greg Hollenbach for Gluten-Free Things. Are you intolerant or sensitive to gluten? Or maybe you're a gluten-free lifestyler? Is your menu limited because you've eliminated gluten from your diet? Are you missing the taste of foods that traditionally contain gluten? What if I told you that you can add breads, pizzas, muffins, cakes, cookies, waffles, croissants, English muffins, the list goes on right back to your menu. Gluten-Free Things is a local gluten-free and vegan bakery that reintroduces you to the foods you love. Owner John Irvin believes gluten-free shouldn't taste like the box that it's packaged in. Trust me when I tell you the products from his bakery in Arvada are fresh, flavorful, and masterly crafted, leaving you with a product that tastes like the real thing. Simply delicious. The bakery is located in Arvada on 64th and Sims across the street from Arvada West High School. Check out their website at glutenfreethings.com. You'll be amazed with the variety of gluten-free products they make. And chefs, don't leave your gluten-free restaurant guests without options. Contact John at info at glutenfreethings.com. That's info at glutenfreethings.com to see what he can do for you. Give him a shot. 11651 West 64th Avenue in Arvada. It's Gluten-Free Things. Hi, I'm Andrew Moore, brewmaster at the Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project. At Intrepid Sojourner, beer tells a story inspired by my adventures as a well-traveled archaeologist. My recipes draw inspiration from all over the world, from historical styles like satis, grazers, and kvass, to adjunct beers inspired by flavors from international cuisines. My beers broaden the horizons of what beer can be. Explore basil IPA and Turkish coffee stout. Enjoy chai brown ale, taste lavender tripel, and the distinct horchata milk stout. Thoughtfully sourced spices and herbs enhance flavors inherent to indigenous beer styles. My sincere hope is that Intrepid Sojourner Beer Project will inspire adventure and wanderlust. Come visit the tap room and share your tales with friends and plan your next sojourn. Located at 925 West 8th Avenue in the heart of the Arts District on Santa Fe. For everything Intrepid, look us up online at sojournerbeers.com and remember to drink globally, locally. Justin Brunson, Old Major. You're listening to The Modern Eater on iHeartRadio. All right, there is Justin Brunson. He took place in our Restaurant Week giveaway and have to give a lot of thanks to Justin Brunson for doing that. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman. A lot of spirited uh, uh, conversation right now because 
people just really want to work together in this community, and we are so hyper-local here on the Modern Eater Show, and I have to give thanks to that terminology to uh, Rich Schneider from uh, Rockalitas. Uh, tortillas and I mean that guy you'll hear from him probably next week I'll be gone uh, next week for the show and we'll put that show in Jay Parker and Brian Freeman's hands and as we have Emily and Hopi Mondale joining the show right now and I'm trying to just buy time as the producer Jay Parker has everybody in, in line I have her. Here we are, Emily Fletcher, the winner of our annual Restaurant Week giveaway. Emily, here we are, the last night at a salvage restaurant of your seven nights in a row. Emily, welcome back. Thank you. How are you? Oh, my gosh. I am, I don't know, maybe 15 pounds heavier. Are, uh, we talked about <laughs> yes. that. Yes. Did, did we get a weigh-in? So did we get a weigh-in over no. there? Seven nights in a row. I don't weigh myself. Should we ask Paul? <laughs> seven yeah. different restaurants. It's 7 p.m. Let's start here. First of all, were you able to make it to all the restaurants this week? Yes. You were? Yes. I was at every single one. I was not going to miss time. them. And yeah, actually, yes. Uh, yeah, on I mean, time. I was Within five minutes. I was being sarcastic, but I, you know. What are the highlights? Oh, goodness. Okay, so highlights. Um, Sunday night was a Brucey, and they had the best service. I mean, the best service. They were wonderful, spectacular. We met the chef. We met the manager. Um, Courtney, my server, was wonderful. Uh, Monday night, uh, Butcher's Bistro. Hello, pig head in the cooler. Super great. <laughs> Wonderful steak. Just like down-to-earth people. Aren't Tuesday- those guys so nice? Oh, so nice over there. Oh, they're so nice. Yeah, they were great. Uh, Tuesday night, Hearth and Dram. Um, beautiful. It was a you beautiful like the whiskey. Oh, you guys, they have like almost 450 whiskeys. I'm, I'm going back there and I'm going to drink an Uber. Yeah. That's what's going to happen. Lyft. Let's me. have one. They bring out an old-fashioned service to where they bring some a cart to your table. Were you able to do that? You know, I didn't. So I right. ordered that drink that had the deck from um, Distillery yeah. 291. Yes. Who, yes. Like, I'm just going to plug them. They just won Best American uh-huh. Rye for the second year in a row. I love how up on this I, you are because you're talking our language. Yeah, man. Yeah, we yeah. roll with these guys. And then you were at uh, the um, uh, Hearts and Trails Yes. last week, yes, which was. was an all distillery kind of, uh, I don't know, convention or... Tasting heaven. Yeah, it was. It heaven. was. Yeah, it was heaven. heaven. Yeah, I would. I would agree with that. Thank it was, you. It was the start of your. It was like the opening <laughs> to the pearly gates, right oh. there. Wednesday uh, night, old major. Yes, old major with Aaron. We had a great time. Aaron oh. went with you. Yes, Parmesan yeah. pork chops. Is that what it was? Is that what you got? Oh, my God. Parmesan Parmesan pork chops. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Paul got the leftovers. He was pretty excited. Oh, cool. Paul's your your date uh, cortisone tonight. He is. Yeah. He's coming with you. Uh, Thursday night, the Bindery? Yes, the Bindery. Oh, my goodness. What a beautiful place. Right? And, yes. I mean, the baked thing, right? Well, give me some baked goods, and I will be a happy woman. So, but (laughs) it was beautiful. Again, great cocktails. um, Beautiful presentation. Uh, yeah, I can't say enough about about them, their location, um, and everything that they have to offer. It was really, you know, what I loved about it is it was going from like whiskey and pork to like a beautiful take on French onion yes. with kale oil. 
Did you get to meet Chef Linda? Did I saw her working her magic in the kitchen. Yes, oh, she, she yeah. was like she in action. Hard. She's just a Did you get shaker. the uh, rabbit rarebit or the yes. uh, coca vin? Uh, I got the rabbit. You got oh, the rabbit? Rabbit rarebit. And Isn't it was so good. So I've had that delicious. Uh, yeah, she, yeah, she's yeah, touching you, her heart. I'm touching she's, my heart. Uh, yeah, All that yeah, food. Yeah. <laughs> I should be touching my belly, but I'm touching yeah. my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Friday night. Yep, Friday night was D-Bar, um, so, and that was after the big shave. So these guys are looking at me with no hair. Um, mm-hmm. But right after the big shave with my St. Baldrick's T-shirt on, uh, me and my friend went to D-Bar. And, you know, I will say that's probably the best creme brulee I've had in my life. Can we take one minute to talk about the shave? Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. Please. St. Baldrick's. It's near and dear to your heart. It is. Uh, First of all, it benefits Mm -hmm. who? So it benefits. It's children's cancer research. So it's national. Um, The the shaving of St. Baldrick's is really the big the big thing of the year. Um, so individuals choose to volunteer or be shavees. A lot of people there are shaving in the name of um, children who, you know, some have passed away, some are still there. Uh, when I was on stage, there was a gentleman who was sitting a couple seats away from me with his daughter on his lap, who I think was seven years old, and she was a cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. I talk about a moving event. Um, I'm going to give a quick shout out to Stoney's. So the Stoney's downtown um, bar and grill, they were there to host that event, and it was it was moving. Stoney's one of those guys, too. I mean, yeah. What was the little, there was a child I saw next to you even as well. I, yeah. Tell us. I mean... Yeah. It's a big event. That's huge. I mean, you, did you cry? I mean, almost there was something. Um, so, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I took a couple whiskey shots and I just like went for it. Mm-hmm. But uh-huh. I had some great conversations and it was really interesting. I think I think we watched a kid that was probably about three, year olds, three years old be shaved, which was incredible. Um, I have a little thing on my Facebook today, but I met a gal in the bathroom who was 13 years old and wise beyond her years, um, who had been diagnosed at age 10, who wow. is now in remission. Um, oh my God! Yeah, talk about like a tearjerker. But it's incredible. The resilience—it's yeah. incredible. It is something that's near and dear to our hearts. You know, mm-hmm. we have a nephew who was diagnosed at age three, and he's now five and in remission. But it, you know, it changes everybody who's in the family, and yeah. it's a huge cause. It's and a it's, huge cause. And it's not on your part, grandizing or no. one-upping. It's it's being a part. It's showing your participation. Mm-hmm. And for somebody, uh, f- you know, for a guy, kind of a no big deal. You know, shave your hair off. So, but for a gal and a woman, and and I'll tell you what, you're more gorgeous this week than I met you last week. Thank you. Uh, and I think it's your spirit and your soul, uh, not to mention your beautiful face and, <laughs> and and how you carry yourself. Uh, but here you are, bald in all your regalia, and you're sitting here tonight as confident as a woman um, that. You Embra- should be. Embrace the cause. Yeah. You, Thank you. you. You did it for a cause. Mm-hmm. And really, that's when somebody asks you, you know, if, if they would, you know, why'd you do this? Why are you bald? You have a story. Mm-hmm. And you can, you can talk about that and you can go forward. And, um, you know, hats off to you or hats Thank on you. to you. Emily, I don't know. <laughs> you might be wearing, oh. you might be wearing a hat. This or is two. my badge of honor. Are you yeah, kidding me? Absolutely. And and tell us the truth, Emily. Would yeah. you do it again? Oh yeah, one thousand percent. She'll probably do it next. Good for you. It'll yeah. be tradition. Well, and if, 1, if people saw her, and you should go to the Modern Eater Facebook page because mm-hmm. she's on it. Gorgeous. You'd see that she had this beautiful head of hair yeah. last week, yeah. and then all of a sudden she has a beautiful she, bald. She head. has a beautiful bald head. Yeah. And um, <laughs> thank you, Salvage you, Restaurant. Your first impression, your <gasps> meal so far. Oh my goodness. Okay. So so 
um, trying to figure out how to encapsulate it. I just had probably the best escargot of my life. Oh. Love escargot. <laughs> but overall, um, you know, I've had the, we had the Caesar salad, French onion soup, the brick chicken. Oh, the steak. So good. Uh, what I love about it, two things. Number one. I love French-influenced restaurants. I think that's something that, frankly, we can use in Denver, right? Um, and secondly, the flavors are super bright, if that makes sense. I don't think I've ever had escargot that wasn't just drowned in butter. This was really bright. White wine, lemon. I'm really impressed by the balance of the flavors. And, yeah, I mean, it's it's just so good. So good. I can't wait to eat more because that's going to happen. And you'll be back. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, here it is. You know, um, you, you traveled to the West. Yes. The first night off to Abrushi's. Yes. And then you travel to the East. Absolutely. Uh, to end it right here. Thanks to you guys. And the culinary scene isn't just concentrated right in no. the middle. It's expand your horizons. Yep. And I think that's the tale of the tape. You oh. Know. Go yeah. East, go West. Yes. Yep. Check it all out. Okay, thank you. Thank Boss you. To you Emily. Appreciate You're you guys. I'm really an amazing person. Thank you so much. Our Restaurant Week giveaway, we're behind. We've got a quick break. We'll come back. Hopi Mondale will be up next as we uh, make it all make sense. It goes full circle as life does right here on the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram and Facebook for all the fun videos and pictures. Just search The Modern Eater. Rocker Spirits. It's a distillery. It's a place to hang. It's about quality. It's about taste. It's about passion. Infused with American spirit. Rocker whiskey, rocker rum, rocker vodka. Get ready for an original look, feel, and experience. Old Town Littleton. And have you ever had pizza from a thousand degree oven? Great pizza from Sprezzatura. Open Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Rockerspirits.com. Rockerspirits.com. Do you have the goods? If you're looking for a neighborhood restaurant that features gluten-free menu items, stop by The Goods. Whether you're a vegetarian, vegan, gluten-free, or even a meat lover, they've got something for everyone. Do you love a great sandwich? How about wood oven roasted vegetables on multigrain bread with rosemary mayo and olives? Vegan and certified gluten-free. Or for the meat lover, try one of their most popular menu items. The Paleo Bowl. With house-smoked pork, wood-oven roasted veggies, two sunny-side-up eggs, and Indonesian sambal sauce. It's delicious. As a friendly neighborhood restaurant featuring dinner, brunch, and full bar with two happy hours daily, they truly care about you, the customer, and desire to provide an extraordinary dining experience for everyone. They're family and children-friendly, and even have a playroom for the little ones. The Goods, a friendly neighborhood restaurant offering a wide menu of gluten-free and vegan options. And they don't forget about meat lovers with a staff that really cares. On East Colfax, directly connected to the Tattered Cover Bookstore. Hungry? TheGoodsRestaurant.com. Hey, Colorado chefs. Brian Freeman with Growers Organic and the Modern Eater Talk Show. Do you care about where your food comes from? I do. Do you want loyalty from customers who care about that as well? I can help by providing top quality organic produce with reliable delivery, knowledgeable sales team who genuinely care about how food is grown, transported, and served. Chefs, Growers Organic will ensure you have excellent ingredients for your next James Beard dinner, your nightly specials, or your regular menu items. Join the organic revolution and go organic with Growers Organic. Look us up online at growersorganic.com. Now it's time for the Modern Eater's Booze in the News segment. I like my beer cold, my meat grilled, and my entertainment explosive. All we need is a a chair and a a cooler beer. Here's your booze news. 
Okay, right here, the Modern Eater Show on iHeartRadio, live from Salvage Restaurant, 2700 South Havana Street. What a great show tonight. Absolutely home run and uh, featuring Salvage has been an honor and a, and a privilege for us. Greg Hollenbach, Jay Parker, Brian Freeman. Uh, we want to go straight to Hopi Mondale because you have an announcement, Hopi. I do. <laughs> well, no more suspense because no more we've suspense. been plugging. bust out. We have just had such a great response on Restaurant Week that we've decided to extend it for the entire month of March. What does that mean? Oh, that so that that's means, big news. I know. Yeah. We might get in trouble for this, but that's okay. <laughs> um, you can talk to me in April and see how it goes. The Restaurant <laughs> Week menu that we have is $35 per person for a three-course meal, and on that menu is our famous Chateaubriand. You should see my papes right now. <laughs> oh. What? Yeah, what? And we just had such a good response, and it's so difficult to get out in the, on the town during Restaurant week all the places are booked they're packed you can't get a reservation so we're going to extend it you can come in anytime in march and you can get that restaurant week menu wait did you realize march is five weeks Wait, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Five weeks. This is a long Okay, maybe we should have done that in February. Oh, jeez, Hopi. Yeah. Uh, you first know, it's of all, okay. Thank it's you okay. for giving back to the community. Yeah. We've had such a good response. We just, we really want to give an opportunity for everyone to try this out. I would hate for everyone to say, oh, we missed out. We didn't make it. Well, guess what? Now you can. You've got apparently five weeks. <laughs> and, and Jay's looking over there it's like a, he might be here 80% uh, when of the time. When is the diet over? <laughs> is, it, is it one oh, time? The twenty percent. Yeah, is it one time he can get the get it, or can he come in every night and get that? You can come in every night. Hopi, every night. Every night. I don't want to get sentimental or heart, but I kind of do because you're that gal. You're you're the person, the face of salvage, here in Aurora, twenty seven hundred South Havana Street. Take a one minute and talk to our audience about what salvage means to you, why they should come and visit you, and and how you will make sure that they'll want to keep coming back for more. You know, to kind of sum it up, it's that big question of the day. Where are we going to go for dinner? Everyone has that with their spouse, with their family. Where are we going to go for dinner? And we're that answer. You're going to come here to somewhere that cares about their food, cares about the quality, cares about the community, and we're just fun. We have a really you good time. So if you are looking to do a shot of tequila with somebody, I am your gal. <laughs> yep. And we're going to take you up on that. But, you know, it's very important to us. This is really our dream. Like my husband said um, earlier in the show, this has been something we've been working for all of our lives, and it really shows. I feel like I'm really proud of it. Every corner of this restaurant is our heart, and it's really important for people to share that with us. And I just, you know, kind of a, as a challenge for people to come in and see what we've done here because it, it's it's so personal. And I, once you step foot in here, once you taste the food, you'll understand what that means. Well, I'm excited. You just got a huge plug. You had Brian Freeman here from Growers. <laughs> you got a huge plug from Emily. She's been at seven incredible restaurants this week, finishes off with the seventh yeah. incredible restaurant. She just and challenged me about the creme brulee. I heard it. So now <laughs> yeah. i got to go get that out there. Hopi, 10 <laughs> seconds left. Uh, really, come out here. Salvage Restaurant, 2700 South Havana Street. You'll fall in love with, like we did. Um, it's it's all's well in the world. Thank really you guys is. so much. Yeah. I really appreciate this. Good friends. Jay couldn't yeah, do it you. without you. Brian Freeman, as always. Greg Hollenbach, The Modern Eater Show, next week on iHeartRadio.